the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden says there must be a path toward peace once the Israeli Hamas war is over. Greg Cluxton reports. Even as Israel responds to the brutal October 7 Hamas attacks, President Biden is looking long-term and expressing hope for a two-state solution with independent states for the Israelis and Palestinians. I know it's a lofty goal and it's taken a lot of people a long time to try to get there and we haven't gotten there, but he's not stopped working towards that goal. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby acknowledges the goal is not new and is a difficult one, but he says the hope is that it's not impossible. Greg Cluxton. The White House. Bloodshed around America near Georgia State University's Atlanta campus. A shooting there. Four people have been shot and wounded. And in Florida, an incident there. Two dead, 18 wounded. This is SRN News. Brandon Tatum sees work ahead for Trump. MAGA people going to vote for Trump no matter what. But for, the, for other people that's on the fence, in the middle, vacillating, in the general... It's when you're going to see a, a, a huge effect. If Donald Trump is able to prove his innocence early on, or it, it appears that he's going to be innocent early on, I think that's going to be a tremendous boost for him. The Officer Tatum Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Visit am1280thepatriot.com and click the half-off deals icon so you can check out the Patriot Half-Off Deals program where you can save 50% or more on great products and services right here in the metro area. That's am1280thepatriot.com for the Patriot Half-Off Deals program. From the Genovations region, Weather Center, mid-30s today for your high, partly sunny skies. Tonight's low around 24 degrees. Into your Monday, tomorrow mostly sunny, high around 36 degrees. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take phone calls, 651 289 4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, feel free to do so. Again, just go to Facebook. Do a search for Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a like or follow if you haven't done so already. And feel free to weigh in 
on the live stream of the broadcast that is taking place right now. And as always, we thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you were here, uh, a lot of you this past week, certainly heard about the uh, tragedy unfolding uh, that unfolded in Lewiston, Maine, which I believe is in the uh, southern portion of the state. I actually have a cousin who lives in uh, Stockton Springs, Maine, which is in the northern northeast part of Maine, right on the Atlantic Ocean there. So uh, when I first heard of a shooting in Maine, I know it's, uh, you know, not a, uh, well, it's a, it's a vastly, vast state, but not densely populated. I immediately checked on the map because, to be honest with you, I, I wasn't overly familiar with Lewiston, Maine. Heard of it, but not familiar with the location of it. And it turns out it's in the southern portion of the state, about an hour and a half from where my cousin lives. And just the horrific uh, stats from there, I think 18 have been pronounced dead, dozens more wounded. And, you know, obviously the immediate concern should be, well, for the safety of the community, specifically because the gunman was still at large. And, of course, we have a policy here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network to never uh, name the gunman, call his name, and we're not going to do do so here. He's a 40-year-old uh, firearms instructor, from what I understand. And as, you know, when I, I as a gun owner and a strong Second Amendment advocate, and I've been an advocate for this Second Amendment, you know, I'm really, I'm relatively new to the movement, I, I'll admit, maybe a decade, if that. I mean, I, I, always supported people's rights to, to keep guns, but I was never never really understood uh, the visceral reaction to owning a firearm until, well, I first and foremost became friends with Mitch Berg and, and realized what a uh, staunch Second Amendment uh, activist he was and, and what his work entailed. And I began to understand more and more. But... I've learned to to tune out the gun-grabbing ghouls who exploit these awful incidents in an effort to chalk up points for their agenda because they're, they're absolutely shameless. I mean, literally, and, and, and this is a literal statement, before bodies are even cold, they're calling for more common-sense gun legislation. They never say what that is, kind of like fully funded education. We never know what the heck that is. Just like we never know what common sense gun legislation, we never know what that is. No one will ever say that. They just know that they don't want to align with Republicans who believe in legal gun ownership and the right to self-defense. And the Giffords group was probably the biggest offender of this. They they came out right away and, and uh, politicized this tragedy uh, by Twitter. Well, I guess it's 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 X now. Uh, here it, um, yeah, this is from Giffords.org. This is unacceptable, you know, in all caps, of course. 22 people have reportedly been killed and over 50 wounded tonight in shootings in Lewiston, Maine, a town of 37,000 people. Our country is being held hostage by a gun lobby that makes record profits off record gun sales and gun violence. We need action on gun safety now. And uh, Costas Moras, he's a uh, firearms attorney. Uh, he nailed it when he replied when when he uh, 
cited this particular tweet. It says, what I resent most about the big gun control groups is that they take away our chance to gather our feelings and mourn in tragedies like this. Instead, we're forced to jump right to defensive posture to stop their ghoulish attacks on a civil right. They don't wait until the bodies are even cold, so neither can we. Maine is a pro-gun state, true enough. I'm sure they will capitalize on that fact in their upcoming big push to pass gun control in response to the shooting. But the ideas they will push did not stop recent mass shootings in several of their favorite states, including California this year and New York last year. Their platform is snake oil. They like to accuse us of believing mass shootings are just acceptable losses for the right to bear arms. No, our rights are not negotiable, but regular mass shootings are unacceptable. Both are true. Do not misinterpret our rejection of gun control authoritarianism as tolerance as tolerance for the status quo. And he's exactly right. See, we can hold two thoughts in our head, multiple thoughts in our head at the same time. Not sure these gun grabbers can, but we can. Is that we're, we're just gutted by these senseless losses of innocent lives. People just hanging out in a bowling alley, having, uh, you know, a couple of beers, something to eat at a bowling alley, and, you know, just bowling, having fun. And all of a sudden, some lunatic comes in and starts opening fire. And what I noticed about this particular shooting is, you know, yeah, you still have the the, the obligatory ghouls calling for, for gun control, like uh, Nebraska Fats, a.k.a. Governor Tim Walls, where he uh, replied to uh, uh, the uh, guy that uh, Glenn Greenwald labeled the fabulist virus, not fabulous, but fabulist virus, Aaron Rupar, uh, Aaron Rupar posted a video of new House Speaker Mike Johnson offering prayers in response to the latest mass shooting. And Aaron Rupar, of course, wow, can't believe nobody has ever thought of that before. And then Nebraska Fats replies to that, saying, well, Minnesota, we're not letting anyone hide behind thoughts and prayers What we need, when what we need is action. We signed a red flag bill and expanded background checks into law. Washington's to do the same. You know, because that's been his thing now. We don't hide behind thoughts and prayers. And in Minnesota, we should mind our own damn business. And Nebraska Fats doesn't see the irony in that by, you know, we should mind our own damn business. But then he said, well, we, 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 we don't rely behind. We shouldn't hide behind thoughts and prayers. So go out and get people's guns. How's that minding your own business? People's right to defend themselves. Your policies creating conditions that make people's lives more dangerous. Yet you want to take away take away their right to self-defense? Mind your own damn business, Governor. You want to play that game? And, and, that, and that, that's just so despicable, and it's such a chanting point, and it's such a straw man, because no one is suggesting that thoughts and prayers are the only antidote to these shootings. As a devout Christian, I say when I, when I offer thoughts and prayers, I know God's Word says, Faith without works is dead. You can have all the faith that every ounce of your body can hold, but if you don't put works behind it, it isn't going to do you any good. You know you know the old saying, you know, God can't steer a parked car? Well, only a fool says that. God can do anything he wants, but he won't steer a parked car. Just like faith and prayers, that's that's great, but if there isn't any action behind it, Nothing's going to happen.
So when we say let's extend our thoughts and prayers, well, first and foremost, it means, hey, we, you families who have suffered an unconscionable loss, we're, you know, you, uh, there's probably some people who kiss their loved ones goodbye, say, hey, I'm just going to go down the bowling alley, have a quick bite to eat, maybe uh, have a beer or two, maybe uh, bowl a couple of rounds with my buddies. Okay, we'll see when you get home, and then never to see him again. So when you're offering thoughts and prayers, it's those people who suffer this unconscionable loss, like, my God, they just went out to just have a bite at the bowling alley, roll a couple rounds, and now I'll never see him again. It just You can't comprehend that. The, 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 the human mind can't comprehend that kind of senseless loss. And so offering thoughts and prayers and putting that kind of energy out there is to maybe help them find peace and, and comfort where in a loss that's so unconscionable you can't make sense of it. That only God's hand can help you through it. But no one is suggesting that that is the only thing to stop gun violence. So as usual, uh, Governor Waltz is being a a, a disingenuous buffoon. That's nothing new, I guess. So the thing is, is that there are plenty of solutions offered up by Republicans. But if they're short of banning certain types of firearms, then the left accuses them of just inaction and blood is on your hands. So I guess we're finding out what common sense gun gun uh, gun safety means to these people. It means gun control. It means banning certain types of firearms. That's what it means to these people. You know, they they never say what it means. It's just these slogans that they can slap on a uh, on a campaign brochure. But when it gets, comes time to put into action, and Republicans say, "Yeah, absolutely, this is unacceptable." All right, we need to balance these things. You know, like. People talk about red flag laws. Apparently, this gunman had some mental illness issues and faced two-week commitment, which sounds as though it was involuntary. So if you're involuntary, involuntarily committed for mental health issues, guess what? In most cases, you're, you get your firearms taken away from you if you're opposing a legitimate danger. And no one would object having firearms taken away from someone who is clearly a danger to others, and them, in, including themselves. But to do so without any due process, that's where, we, that's where a lot of people right of center draw the line. It's like we have to be able to uphold our constitutional right while also respecting due process. And, hell, you even had the former president, Donald Trump, saying saying in a meeting one time, well, due process, that takes a little too long, you know, and even bumped uh, and even uh, banned bump stocks for a while before that was declared unconstitutional. Okay. So, yeah, we don't we we're not here to suggest that there's an easy solution, but this idea that the. As you call them, the gun lobby. Is okay with deaths senseless deaths in order to maintain gun ownership is utterly false. It's absolutely false. There, Both things can happen where people can be protected from those who are dangerous while not having their rights undermined. 
And oh, by the way, we'll get into a little bit of this with uh, with our next guest, Peter Johnson, a little bit. Uh, Maine is a is a uh, one of the half the states in the country that has constitutional carry. So we may talk a little bit about that because if you have that right, where basically the permitting, you know, and people mistake constitutional carry for they go, well, permitless carry, where you can just like. Go go to a store and, and buy a firearm, you know, the old chanting point. Oh, it shouldn't be easier to buy a firearm than it is to buy Sudafed. You know, that old chanting point is being dropped out. It's like, really? Is there does someone need to be licensed to sell Sudafed? Not that I'm aware of. I'll have to maybe clarify that with our next guest, but that old chanting point is being is being trotted out. No, what permitless carry means is that you can go ahead and just purchase a gun without going through the permitting process to buy one first but you still have to pass a background check that's the thing they conveniently leave out they think that because the permitting process is removed you can just go anywhere and buy a firearm and that's false but we'll talk a little bit more about that with our next guest peter johnson of archway defense always look forward to chatting with peter about this stuff uh separating fact from fiction and we're here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488 you can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlers and the Closer back in mere moments. Go nowhere. I work down at the pizza pit and I drive a no Hyundai. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. Now, almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years, and it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pragertopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pragertopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, Pragertopia Unlimited. Go to Pragertopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. 
They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit WorshipHouseMedia.com. That's WorshipHouseMedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show for comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And don't forget to check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Wave the camera. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, always uh, honored to be joined by our good friend, uh, Peter Johnson. He, the founder of Archway Defense. Check out their work, archwaydefense.com. Peter's kind of our one-stop shop for all things having to do with firearms and uh, crisis management and uh, first response, all those sorts of things. Again, I always uh, always enjoy seeing Peter, and like I always like to tell him, it's always great to see you, uh, but unfortunately it's under adverse circumstances. And, of course, as I talked about in the first segment, uh, the shooting in Lewiston, Maine, where uh, there's between uh, those injured and killed, it was th- four or five dozen. We'll get the exact numbers in a little bit. Uh, first of all, Peter, welcome back to the broadcast, sir. As always, good to see you. So I've been hearing conflicting numbers. Was it 18 ultimately killed? 18 uh, is the last number I saw, and then another dozen plus injured. Yeah, and, and the one thing we like, and the one thing that should be everybody's policy is a good 24 to 48 hours. Uh, waiting to see how events unfold. Of course, the gun-grabbing ghouls don't give us that luxury. Uh, they're always out there saying, like, this Giffords group said there was 25 dead and another 50 injured, which doesn't sound like it was that high. I mean, not to discount the number, it's a high enough number. Yeah, it's horrific. But uh, to make it sound even worse, uh, sh- it's almost as if you're trying to score cheap political points for your cause, Peter Johnson. Shocking. Uh, un- unfortunately, the... It's common. We, we we were talking the day of the attack uh, over text message, and it was like there's a million different things coming out. Half of them aren't true. Um, so the best the best thing is sit back, take a breath, and then wait for the actual facts to come out. Yeah, and as they have come out, we've learned more about the gunman. Again, our policy on this broadcast is to not name uh, the perpetrator of any of these horrific acts. Uh, apparently, a 40 year old firearms instructor. Yeah, they were saying a firearms instructor. The only thing I could find is he might have been, because of his rank in the Army Reserve, he might have been a firearm instructor for the Army, which the Army has a very, basically with rank, you become a firearms instructor. Okay. Not a formal school uh, like some of the other branches. So that might be where they're getting that from. Um, But, yeah, he was a Army Reservist, I believe. Okay. Uh, Joined in O two. 2 No combat tours on his deployment record so the ptsd argument goes out the window the the broken vet argument yeah but the firearm stuff is uh the only thing i could find is the fact of his rank within his unit would he would likely run the range because that's how most of the army is structured okay 
So what you know, some of the things that have also coming out uh, is that there were some mental illness issues. Apparently, he faced commitment. I believe it was a uh, a court ordered commitment. Which, if true, wouldn't that preclude him from which, having firearms? Yeah, it was confirmed that that's true. Um, he threatened to shoot up a military base, which okay. then led to his involuntary. Um, I think it was a couple weeks, but another military base or another military facility in the south of Maine, um, basically right along the border. But yeah, that was in uh, 2023. He tried to buy, purchase a firearm or a firearm, uh, possibly a suppressor, trying to figure out which. And he admitted on the 4473 that he was involuntarily committed to a mm. mental health facility, Okay, which then the store did the right thing and denied the purchase. Okay. They didn't even go to NCIC. They just stopped the purchase there. Uh, so the fact that he was involuntarily committed, that should have flagged in NCIC for any firearms he purchased. And allegedly, he purchased these firearms after he was committed. Okay. Which, that leads to the question of how did the NCIC miss that? Okay. Again, government failing. We've seen this in Texas. Was yes. it in Sutherland Springs? Yep. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He had a domestic violence, uh, domestic abuse charge, which right. if you're convicted of domestic abuse, you can't lawfully possess a firearm. And he slipped through the NCIC because the government failed to update the database. Yeah, and this is and and again, you know, same song, second verse. It it seems like whenever these incidents occur, and once all of the facts come out, uh, all of the slander by the gun grabbers has taken place, and and when you point out the error of their uh, chanting points, it's like, well, wait a minute, there are already laws in place to prevent this individual from owning a gun. So if they're not enforcing laws already in place, how can we guarantee that more laws on top of it are going to prevent that while also not harming the ability of law-abiding citizens to uh, carry in, in self-defense? And you know, and by then, the, the, the slander is already out there. And then they move on to the next topic, the next Again, Next issue. Yeah, and again, we heard. I don't know if you were listening to the top of the hour news. Apparently, there was a there was an incident in Georgia. I think near Georgia State, yeah. Georgia Southern. Yeah, there was a shooting. It was a uh, uh, a strip, kind of like uptown, if you will. A lot of back when uptown still had a lot of restaurants, but bars and restaurants lining the street, and uh, it came out. I believe it was. It uh, it appears again. This just happened. Uh, gang affiliated. Okay. Where they just started shooting at each other, and then uh, and I guess there was an incident in Florida where a couple were couple Same. were dead. Same thing. Okay, yep. well those will disappear within about uh, a few hours. So okay, well and again, don't mean to make light of it, but unfortunately, in this era of narrative journalism, it's if it's convenient to the narrative, it will continue to be perpetuated. And the thing that was a little different about this, again, this is horrific, and I think that if there's solutions to stopping these, we, they should be enacted. But if there were already laws in place that should have stopped this, you know, I, I, and again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it's almost as if government uses their own incompetence to oh, <laughs> try I, to oh, gin up sympathy for more laws here, Peter Johnson. Yeah, that's that's not a theory. They absolutely do it. Um, and it's the the danger is you walk down the the road of, OK, how many laws would have stopped this from happening? Right. And I mean, how many laws did he break? The question is, if we had 10, 20, 30, 40, 100, 500 more laws, would that have stopped this person from killing these innocent people in a small town in Maine? And you and I both know it comes down to that core argument. Is 
evil real. Mm-hmm. And what you what that guy did to those people is evil. There's no other way to mentally wrap your head around it. And if you don't believe that evil's real, I'm, the conversation and a lot of these talking heads on the anti-gun side, they're not serious people. They aren't. No, so no. one of the things I've pivoted on recently is just not taking them serious. They are clowns. I mean, in the... I don't mean to disrespect clowns because being a clown is a, a profession that should be respected. It's a noble profession in it's comparison. It's a noble yeah. profession. But un- unfortunately, these other ones, they're they are the worst form of, uh, as we say, clowns with no makeup. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing that's, uh, that's frustrating is because there is ample opportunity for – for a civil discussion on these issues to raise the point, hey, look, no one is denying that there should be uh, issues to address, particularly with mental health. There was a um, just published this morning uh, or yesterday morning on the messenger.com uh, gentleman by the name of uh, David Mastio came out with a piece said, hey, I am a mentally ill gun owner. Here are the challenges that we face. And the concern is, if this isn't handled correctly, will our rights being taken away? And therefore, as you alluded to on the Forum 4473, there's incentive to lie if their civil liberties aren't protected, Peter Johnson. How do you balance that? Yeah, and that's the, uh, I think the the piece that we have to look at is when did we get rid of the mental health facilities within the U.S.? And then you put a timestamp in the history of the U.S. and f- look at when violent crime started spiking, and it's not a... There is a nexus. I'm not saying it's a direct causation, but it's a variable. Mm-hmm. And the the failure of the mental health, um, removing mental health systems that are independent of the jail systems, the correctional facilities, because now we're just taking mental health and pushing it into the prisons. And then the other ones, we're pushing it underground or trying to um, suppress it just through medication, which, as we know, at that level of this individual was not going to work. Once again, we are joined in studio by Peter Johnson. He, the founder of Archway Defense. Check out their work, archwaydefense.com. You can also follow them on uh, Instagram. Uh, and he's back on Twitter, too, so back on Twitter for the past year or so. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. Yeah, at Archway Defense on Twitter and Instagram, and also uh, look up their Facebook page if you so desire. Yeah, lots more to get to with Peter Johnson, our in-studio guest. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, or leave a question or comment at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Hey, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. The other day I noticed an ad for an apple pie. It showed a slice with the delicious sugary apples oozing out. Here at The Kingdom Builders, we're starting a new series where we'll share with you who we are and why we do what we do. We're a local, trusted, professional exterior contractor specializing in asphalt shingle roofing and seamless gutters. If you add up our collective experience and how long we've been in this industry, it's hundreds of years combined. We're small enough to take care of the little houses in St. Paul and Minneapolis and big enough to handle large churches or commercial buildings. We take a genuine interest in the work we do, the estimates we send out, our customers, and most importantly, the families that live in the homes we work on. We wish the inside of our company was as yummy as an apple pie, but we found we're better at roofing than baking. Look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Hey, welcome back. AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. Our good friend Wild Wilson checked in from uh, Texas say, uh, saying kudos to Peter. Thank you for the good information. So uh, we appreciate you tuning in, Wild. Thank you. And uh, continuing our discussion again with the aforementioned Peter Johnson uh, of archwaydefense.com. Check out their website. Uh, again, archwaydefense.com. Peter, our, our first and foremost uh, expert in all things having to do with uh, firearms, first response, crisis management, all that good stuff. One of the first things that, of course, the gun grabbers will bring up, Peter Johnson, is Maine is one of half the states in the country that is constitutional carry. Now, some of them like to uh, chide it as being permitless carry and the implication being, ah, you can just go anywhere. You can. They, they don't say it, but the implication is like you go to you just go to a 7-Eleven and buy a gun. No, you can't. You still have to pass a background check. Why don't you explain the concept of constitutional carry before we get in along further? Yeah, constitutional carry is simply an acknowledgement that your right to the inherent right of self-defense is not granted to you by the government, that right. it is encoded in your DNA as a living human being, that you have the right to self-preservation. So instead, let's take the, uh, the abused um, wife. Mm-hmm. If she needs to protect herself from a stalker abuser or something else, she shouldn't have to apply to the government to get permission to defend herself from a, uh, a large, statistically a larger, more powerful attacker. 
that's unreasonable. So constitutional carry or permitless carry is simply saying that you have the right to defend yourself um, because you're a living, breathing human being. That has nothing to do with how you can acquire a firearm. Right. It is two totally separate things. You still have to purchase a firearm, go through a forty uh, FFL, Federal Firearms License, Fill out a 4473 for everyone listening. If you've ever bought a gun, it's that long questionnaire. And then somebody has to call the NCIC background check, which is controlled by the FBI, and get permission to transfer the gun to you. So two totally different topics. Constitutional carry has nothing to do with how you can acquire a firearm. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I appreciate the clarification on that because, again, that's the first thing that uh, the, the anti-gun people point to as well. Wow, look at this. They, they, you know, it's, it's the okay corral once you get constitutional carry. However, however, it is still under the purview of private institutions like this entertainment center where the shooting took place to not allow guns on the premises, which was there a sign? There was on one of the locations. So there was a, um there, uh, entertainment center or what people are calling the bowling alley. Uh one of the there's a photo of the exterior that says um basically i'm abbreviating you can't carry a gun here mm-hmm. we don't want you to carry a gun uh i don't know there's a the second site of the attack was a bar approximately 4 miles away to the north uh and i don't i'm not aware of anything on that one but one of them was a quote gun free zone yeah and that that's my that's my concern is 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 if you have the ability you know the uh with the uh, permitting process removed, it definitely is, uh, if if you are a law-abiding citizen and can pass a background check, it's definitely less arduous to purchase a gun. And in a constitutional carry state, it certainly would behoove you just for self-defense purposes, particularly in a sparsely populated state like Maine, because if you need law enforcement, best-case scenario, it's going to take several minutes for them to arrive. Correct. I mean, even in a non-sparsely, like in the Twin Cities metro, yeah. if— if something happens like the the riots, I had friends down in Minneapolis. They were calling nine one one people with guns. They literally nine one one said, "We can't do anything for you. You're on your own." Which now, what do you do? Yeah, right. It's not paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be yeah. the first thing I think of. But. Oh man. So, but to your point, yeah, the, you are responsible. Everyone is responsible for their own personal protection. I'm responsible for mine. You're responsible for yours. Now, cops will get there as quick as they can. But if they have something bigger going on, there's only so many of them. Yeah, and, and this is something I, I know we talked about. Uh, you know, earlier this year, you had the awful shooting at the Nashville Covenant School, as well as a, a bank in Louisville. And the first response was borderline impeccable. I mean, to, to neutralize yeah. the shooters. However, there's still casualties. Best Correct. case scenario, there's going to be casualties if you have a motivated gunman, Peter Johnson. Yeah, the police they can only drive so fast. They can only physically move so quickly through a building and search for the attacker. All of that takes time. In that time, you have to do something to protect yourself and your loved ones. So if a suppose you know, you're know you in a constitutional carry state like Maine, and again, private businesses, it's like, it's like a home. If I don't want you to carry a gun in my home, I would like for you to respect you know, my wishes on my private property. I, I understand that, but... And again, I'm not encouraging anybody to do anything, whatever. Let's say hypothetical. Uh, You're a law-abiding gun owner. You decide to go to an establishment that says no guns on the premises. I'm not saying you personally. I'm talking about people in general, you in general. Um, 
if you are going to an establishment, carry conceal, go in and have uh, you know a nice meal or whatever, and uh, you're not drinking alcohol because you're carrying, have a Diet Coke, and leave. No, no one's any the wiser. But suppose someone figures out you uh, are carrying a firearm. Are there any penalties that are associated with that? So I'll talk to the state of Minnesota. Um, they have to make a reasonable request to ask you to leave. Okay. And if any permits carry holders in the state of Minnesota is listening right now, if anyone approaches you and you're carrying a firearm inside of a store or a venue or whatever that says, hey, you can't carry here, and they ask you to leave, the only acceptable thing for you to do is say absolutely and walk out the door because you will avoid all of the criminal yeah. liability that comes. Uh, and all that's going to happen is if you refuse, you'll get trespassed, you'll get a ticket, etc., and you're you're going to create a situation that didn't need to happen. So uh, in this theoretical discussion, if you were somewhere and let's say you missed the sign, you walked in, missed the sign, somebody saw you printing or whatever it was, they asked you to leave, say absolutely and leave wherever you are. But that's that's all there is to it. There has to be a reasonable request to ask you to leave the premise under Minnesota law. Because my concern, you know, when we talk about Maine being a constitutional carry state, and my concern is, you know, kind of like the uh, Allen, Texas mall shooting. You know, there are a lot of, obviously, Texas, they get have this <laughs> reputation as people carrying guns. It's like, if you're not exercising your right to carry a firearm, and don't misconstrue me, I'm not victim blaming here, not victim blaming at all. But if if you're if you're a staunch advocate for these rights and you don't exercise these rights, I, I mean I I don't know if I'm being paranoid here, but that's how they're taken away. Well, yeah, and it also ultimately comes. I'm going to go a little bit above this in the sense of if if you have the ability, you've got received training, you have the right mindset, et cetera, et cetera, to carry a firearm, which is a very serious thing. Uh, for the protection of yourself or others, and you refuse to do it, are you are you neglecting your responsibility for your own personal protection? And again, not victim blaming, but you you're almost pawning off your personal protection on the government. Right. I don't know if you know this, but the government's not good at most things. If you've been into a DMV, <laughs> they, they don't run indeed, most things indeed, well. Yes. And we train cops, phenomenal cops in the state of Minnesota. But there's only there's less than ten thousand in the state of Minnesota. What is there? Five point five million residents of Minnesota, Something give like or take. That, yeah, yeah r- rounding error. But if you do the math, it's not a good equation. So I the one thing that uh, we had uh, been discussing, you know, uh, a lot of things that come up when you hear about a shooter, and a lot of these shooters are suffering from mental illness issues. And the one thing that is talked about is we need red flag laws. You know, this person was on local government's radar. As we alluded to, this particular gunman was committed, should not have been able to legally purchase a firearm. So why that? Why the onus falls on us, the law-abiding citizens, to give up our firearms because the government goofs up? I, I'll never understand that rationale, but again, we've kind of gone over that. So uh, they talk about red flag laws. Talk a little bit about what those entail and how uh, is there, uh, I guess I'll ask a couple of questions first. Can there be a red flag law that can be passed into law that will also serve to protect those constitutional rights? And what is a yellow flag law? This I had not heard of before. When yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll answer the second one first. Yeah, go ahead. To my knowledge, Maine is the only state that has a yellow flag law. Like and a I, penalty flag? <laughs> it was soccer reference, I guess. Okay. No, so what happened was they were 
creating they created a similar to a red flag law, but instead of being able to be initiated by basically anybody, it had to be initiated from a mental health provider or law enforcement. And I think I haven't read the full entirety of the statute, but to my knowledge, those are the two parameters. So the question is, for Maine, well, if he was in a inpatient, involuntary treatment this year in July, how was that not triggering the the process for yellow flag? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, government passes laws, government fails to do their job, and then they blame the law-abiding citizen. It's kind of a standard protocol. So Maine has this yellow flag law, and the, the biggest difference is simply uh, no random person can say, hey, John Doe is a threat. I want to initiate a red flag on him and try to get uh, firearms taken away without due process. Okay, interesting. To your first question, is there a red flag version that could be passed that would be meaningful? I would say the the line in the sand, or the red line, if you will, is anything that does not include due process. Because if you don't have the right to due process, you are not a free citizen. If the government can take away your inherent rights without you having the the ability to defend yourself, like in all the other things we have, then there's no common ground on that. For me, for me personally, and uh, I think most people would agree, that I shouldn't be allowed just to call up someone and say, hey, take Brad's guns from him because I don't like you and I don't like what you believe in. So if there isn't due process... I'm going to say absolutely not. Uh, the the biggest piece is being submitted involuntarily, court-ordered, et cetera, to a mental health facility. Right. We could have that trigger a, a series of you have to – there's a process that's involved where we could have a discussion at least. I don't know what that law would look like, whether it's a yellow flag style of law, but we can agree that if you are m- mentally unstable – there should be a roadmap for for determining whether or not uh, you're a threat to yourself or others. Yeah, and, and that's the thing that a lot of the critics of the red flag laws talk about. It's just like, okay, we we understand the concept that if someone is, you know, threatening others with violence and that they are clearly a danger not only to themselves but to others. Yeah, we we can understand, but the problem is how these can be weaponized. To your point, you've got, um, say, uh, a, not, a not very amicable separation or divorce among married partners where one will weaponize it against the other just, just for revenge. Or, you know, in this very, very divisive political culture, you can totally see the gun grabbers. Correct. And some have even joked about it on social media, how, oh, boy, once we get these red flag laws, that's the end of your guns because uh, we're going to be calling out this kind of rhetoric that you're posting on social media. So to your point, material speech that you find objectionable, uh, they're going to go after. And someone made made the point how vigilant we are in protecting First Amendment rights should also be applied to Second Amendment rights. I get it. There isn't a tangible piece of equipment that can kill people, you know, when you're referring to the First Amendment, but nevertheless, our civil liberties I still should ha- be held to that same standard, and that includes due process. Yeah, and I, this is my personal take. I I would prefer to live in dangerous liberty than controlled tyranny, uh, because that's the, excellent. I like that. Yeah. It, here's the thing: historically, the 
the biggest mass murders in history, in all of human history, have been governments. Mm-hmm. Whether it was Mao, whether it was Hitler, whether, whether it was Stalin, whether it was any totalitarian government, has been responsible for the whole, whole slaughter of mankind, more so than any mass murderer we could ever imagine. So when, I, when I'm personally looking at these, and this is me coming out of federal government law enforcement counterterrorism service, also former military, when I see government... The, the danger of government is the ability to become tyrannical, which is more dangerous. We're not talking about 18 killed. We're talking about 100 million killed right. over a couple of years, depending on what, what country you're looking at. Or the Holocaust, easy one to go back to. So for me, I always side with the the liberty, the, in, no, the inherent sense, right yeah. of self-defense and individual versus any government overreach. Once again, we are joined in studio by Peter Johnson, the founder of Archway Defense. Uh, check him out. Just do a search for Archway Defense on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and also go to archwaydefense.com to check out their fine work as well. One final segment coming up with Peter in studio, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. There's only one option in the Twin Cities to get multiple competitive bids on siding, roofing, or windows without a parade of long-winded, high-pressure salespeople. Set up a free appointment with me today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night, and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Here, here, here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinion. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. Do you feel like your route to retirement is filled with detours and road construction? Pull over and tune into your clear path to retirement with Taylor Sundeen and Corey Zafke. Taylor's a certified financial planner and Corey's a wealth advisor. 
and together they founded ClearPath Wealth Advisors. They'll help you see the bigger vision of what's possible and efficiently chart your course so you can enjoy your retirement journey. Tune in to Your Clear Path to Retirement every Sunday morning at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Turning on your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show. These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. Visit dependonam.com to help keep AM radio and vehicles for the next generation. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. When your whole world's shaking. One final segment on the broadcast. Again, always honored to be joined in studio by Archway Defense founder Peter Johnson talking all things firearms, crisis management, emergency response, first response. So much going on in this uh, crazy world, uh, as we've uh, seen over in Israel. I think I don't know if we were talking about this on air or off air. After what we saw in Israel, the idea that government moves to disarm its citizens in this country, after you're seeing a, pretty much the anti-gun sentiments among the Israeli government saying, yeah, you know what, we better arm our citizens in case another att- terror attack. I get it. We're not under uh, under threat like Israel is, uh, being the only uh, democracy in, in the Middle East. But uh, nevertheless, it should be summarily and righteously ridiculed, and he calls for disarmament in these in these times. Well, Peter, before you came on the show, you obviously touted your appearance coming on here and kind of threw out to the audience uh, your, from your social media gathering. If indeed there are any uh, questions, uh, comments that people have, uh, what do you have for us? Yeah, I uh, got a question, a couple questions on Instagram, then a couple on Twitter, but I thought we'd chat about this one. Uh, one of the Follower says, how close are we to a Hamas-style attack on U.S. soil? Okay. So, any thoughts? How close are we? I mean, I mean, per capita, the population of U.S. compared to Israel is like, I think, I think 30 to 1. So they had like the equivalent of multiple 9-11s in Israel, Correct. the Hamas attack. How close are I couldn't say, but given what we saw 22 years ago, if that's just a precursor, uh, boy, I, I wouldn't. Couldn't begin to guess. So the, as you know, we do a lot of work with law enforcement. I've spent a lot of time down on the southern border, uh, a lot of connections down there. And the amount of fighting age uh, males coming across unaccompanied from not Mexico, but from China, Russia, Middle East, everywhere in between. But one of the guys, uh, actually one of the guys who asked a different question, we won't say his name, but he said he personally saw a battalion's worth his words, of CCP, Chinese nationals of fighting age male, 18, basically 18 to 40, oh my God. crossing the border while he was personally down in his sector. Okay. So I don't know if you know. I was told the border was uh, yeah. perfectly secure, Peter Johnson. Yeah, minus the 8 to 10 million people that crossed in the past two years, it is. Uh, so to the question, how close are we to a Hamas-style attack on U.S. soil? Uh, if I knew the answer, I'd love to love to give it. Could it be today? Absolutely. Could it be tomorrow? Absolutely. We have enough people here. Uh, as you, my Actually, my undergrad research paper was on the re- radicalization of Somali youth in Minnesota. Oh, my gosh. In Minneapolis. How precious was that? Yeah. Yeah. But because Minnesota is was the number one recruiter for the Islamic State and for Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, uh, AQAP, which is Al-Shabaab, the Somali uh, wing of that. So we know that there is a huge, in the Twin Cities at least, Huge terrorism issue. Uh, there has been for many years. 
But then you look at some of these pro-Hamas rallies that are taking place with not 100 people, a fringe element, but tens of thousands of people that are waving Hamas flags and ISIS flags and Taliban flags. I mean, these... That that's actual terrorist groups. There's yes. no question there. Yeah. So is it possible? Uh, you'd be. I think we'd all be insane to say it's not possible. the The difference is just this mass amount of land that we have. How, what that attack nexus would look like, or the attack methodology, that would be. That's the big question. Okay, so we have about uh, about a minute and a half to go. Any others that you want to get um, to before we uh, before we wrap up here, Peter? Uh, one on one on gear, but I think a better one. What did we say? Uh, what should people? Okay, another on Twitter. How should the urban and rural people prepare for twenty twenty four? What is a good checklist for those concerned about potential emergencies? What do you think? He didn't give content context on uh, twenty twenty. What he meant by twenty twenty four, but. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, obviously got an election coming up, and uh, it, it's uh, obviously a lot of concerns about how that will be, uh, how that will be run, how that will be construed. So, I mean, I couldn't begin to guess what the context of that was, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm guessing he's thinking the election year to possibly could there be a a planned could there be riots like what we saw before, or could it be something more into that World War Three tee up, but. Here's the, at the end of the day, um, what you can do to prep, change your mindset, take responsible responsibility for your own personal protection, go learn medical. Uh, it's kind of important, not just always about guns. Absolutely. Peter, always an honor to be joined by you, sir. Thanks so much for stopping by. And folks, as always, thank you. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com I feel so tense and worried all the time. Is this anxiety? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Unlock a healthier, happier you. 
Join Dr. Carrie Gelb every Saturday at 9 a.m. on Open Your Eyes Radio. With over 30 years of optometry experience, Dr. Gelb explores nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep for promoting longevity and good health. Tune in to AM 1280 The Patriot for invaluable insights and discover the powerful connection between overall well-being and your eyes. Learn more by visiting drkerrygelb.com. That's D-R-K-E-R-R-Y-G-E-L-B. Embark on a life-changing experience every Saturday at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Al Malmberg inviting you to join us on the World of Aviation each Sunday morning at 10.05, right here on 1280 The Patriot, as we talk with those who have had incredible life stories in aviation, like Jessica Cox, who was born without arms, but went on to become a pilot and black belt in taekwondo, and Gordy Lewis, who began flying when most people are retiring. Gordy started flying at the age of 67. That's every Sunday at 10.05 a.m., Right here on 1280, The Patriot. I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, Shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts. AM 1280, the Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.